0: Hey everyone, welcome to Happy Vibes, a podcast that will make you smile. We chat weekly over wines to amazing women who empower, enrich, inspire and create. Come along with us and enjoy the Happy Vibes. Welcome everybody to our next episode of Happy Vibes. I'm so excited to have the beautiful Sabrina Jackie Apar joining me this morning. She's the founder of Kiko, which is a beautiful natural vegan oral care brand and it just totally resonates with me for some reason in a way that i never thought an oral care brand would so (laughs) welcome to the show sabrina as i said it's a huge welcome we're all really excited to hear more from you and your experiences starting kiko thank you
1: i'm so excited to be here talking with you today so thank you so much for having me on this episode of happy
0: vibes is proudly brought to you by kiko Kiko is on a mission to give your mouth the recommended daily intake of TLC with a feel-good, all-natural oral care routine you'll actually enjoy doing. Um, I think for me, when I started looking at the brand Kiko and and realising how much I wanted you on as a guest, it was Mm -hmm. quite interesting to learn a little bit about your background prior to starting Kiko. Yeah. Um, you know, it sounds like you've got quite entrepreneurial roots from the word go. You had another <laughs> business, which was I did.
1: Of- I um I have quite a quite a uh, interesting founder story in that. Um, I actually was a professional dancer. I was a showgirl in Paris for seven years. Um, but I trained to be a classical dancer
0: from a very young
1: age and um had a few injuries and. And ended up going to Paris when I was 17 and starting um, dancing there. And then I danced in China for a year and Korea and Copenhagen, Austria and all over the place. Um, and essentially that time of my life, I wasn't, I wasn't really taking care of myself in terms of mm. the way I was treating my body, my health, probably my mental health. Um, and that did lead to a lot of problems later on down the track when I started to actually reach my thirties. So I think your body can, can sometimes handle it in your twenties. So then as you start to get older, it's just, <laughs> uh, I it totally so
0: much.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was sort of when I transitioned out of that, um, of that career, uh, that's when I really started on my health journey. And um, I, I got, was into yoga. I went to Bali for a few months to do a yoga teacher training course, started teaching yoga. Um, but that was really when I started refocusing in on my health um, from an Ayurvedic perspective. And that really kicked me off into looking at really what the types of foods that I was putting into my body, which has evolved into the types of products I was putting onto my body. And that's kind of, again, grown into um, oral care when I sort of like, was looking at those products thinking, what are the ingredients in here? Like I've never looked at it. So that was really, um, you know, KUKA was really founded through my own health health journey. journey. Yeah.
0: yeah, totally. I mean, it's, you raise a very good point there. I think I've always been conscious of what I'm applying topically to my skin. And I mm. think that comes from just being in that industry for a long time, but I've never really focused on what I'm actually digesting in terms of Toothpaste, you know, any mouthwashes that I'm using. And we're kind of grown up with the beautiful Colgate message Mm -hmm. as a young child. And that's kind of all I knew. And so it was really amazing when I had, I've got this gorgeous friend in New Zealand and she knew that we were starting Happy Collective. And she's like, Have you looked at this brand, Kiko? And I'm like, Kiko? What's Kiko? (laughs) So I had a little Google and I immediately ordered online and I started with your um, mint oil pulling, Pulling. Mm -hmm. yeah, which I had never, ever thought of doing. And I noticed a pretty much a fairly significant immediate change to my gums and my teeth. And then I was doing your beautiful brightening um, natural pen, which I have to say was a game changer as well because my teeth, I've always, you know, everyone wants these gorgeous white teeth. And I remember going to get married and I went to the dentist and I'm like, I have to do something about my teeth. And she said... Your gum health is really bad. I recommend Mm -hmm. these trays. You do them at home. Mm -hmm. And I did them and what I found was intense pain in my mouth after a couple of days, which really should make you think, well, what am I actually putting on on my mouth and why is this creating this pain? Yeah,
1: Yeah. your your teeth are basically like little sponges. Um, And I have done in my dance career, because obviously being at the forefront of a stage, Uh, My smile was very important to me and I did everything wrong, everything from leaving whitening strips on overnight. And so I actually had my gum start to peel. Um, I did laser teeth whitening in Las Vegas back in like the early 2000s, which was just like I walked out of there and I felt like my teeth were going to fall out of my mouth. They were so sensitive. Essentially what's happening with some of these products is it's dehydrating your teeth. It makes them extremely, extremely um, sensitive and yes. also long term, more prone to action, to staining. So you might get quick, quick results to start with in the short term, but the long term, you're actually doing a lot of damage to your enamel, which is not replaceable. You only get one set of teeth. So you really yes. want to try and keep on them for as long as possible. So it was actually through all the things that I did wrong as well, because I had huge dental issues as I came mm-hmm. out of dancing too. So bleeding gums get gums like i'm embarrassed to admit but i do say that there was a few years there where i did not see a dentist at all years yeah oh i could and i wasn't flossing (laughs) wasn't flossing uh you know i'd brush my teeth twice a day but that's not actually enough for for a really well-rounded oral care routine and so i had these chronic bleeding gums which actually can be linked to digestive issues which i had Um, skin issues. There's a lot of, like the is all connected. And in Ayurvedic Mm -hmm. medicine, the the health of the mouth for them is a dictator of the health of the body, because your gums are a direct um, link to your bloodstream. So that's why Mm -hmm. it's so important to look at the type of ingredients that you're using in these products, because they're literally, you know, filtering straight into your body. So that's where something like oil pulling comes in, where it's that natural alternative, but actually has some really good scientific uh, research behind it. To actually, um, you know, in terms of like how effective it is for things like gingivitis. So, for someone yeah. like me, when I had these chronic gums and there was nothing, I couldn't find anyone that could really help. I mean, I went to the dentist, but this was more like something that needed to be fixed over a long period of time. It was not something I could just go to the dentist and click my fingers and it's done. Mm. So, when I was seeing the Ayurvedic doctor, and they prescribed oil pulling to me. I thought this is such a strange, <laughs> a strange <laughs> concept, but I'm up for anything. Yeah. And I was really, really shocked at the transformation in terms of my gum health. Like it was so significant that I was like, okay, wow, I'm going to keep with this. And that was actually yes. what kicked me off to create my own product. I had a, I had a business before that where I was importing natural, organic skincare products from the U S the UK, um, and selling them online. So I'd already kind of transitioned into, into more of that natural space. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I really wanted to create something for myself. And because I had struggled with the oil pulling, um, in terms of like spooning it from a jar and I thought, well, maybe there's a way that I could, uh, create a product that is maybe a little bit more tailored to someone in, in my lifestyle where I'm a busy woman on the go. I want something quick and simple. And also, I wasn't a huge fan of just the the solid taste of coconut, so that's why I I put some mint essential oils in there just to make it feel a little fresher. Yeah. Um, And yeah, it's just been it's been an interesting journey. But I have to say that the the health of my mouth and my teeth has never been better. Like I'm 41 now, and I am light years um, away from where I was. And I really do put that down to the oil pulling and really incorporating a oral wellness routine as part of my beauty routine. So I don't see it as a chore. I'm actually, you know, looking forward to doing these things because I know I'm taking care of my teeth and my health as I do my skin or any other product that I
0: use. Yeah, 100%. So that's really interesting. So oil pulling, was that your first product with Kiko? That was my first product, yeah. And then shortly after that, you realized that people were interested in that product and you were, how were you getting that message out there with Kiko? Because you started it, you found it in 2015 and started trading in 2016. That's
1: right. Yeah. So it was really a lot of uh, organic growth. So For a lot of the time that I've had this business, I was still working full time. In actual fact, I had two other jobs. I was still dance teaching on the weekends and I was working full time. Crazy lady. My husband was like, you're just crazy. (laughs) He always says to me, like, if I stop doing one thing, I'll just fill it with another. (laughs) 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 So I, you know, and I gave myself permission with the business to let it grow in an organic way, like not to put too much pressure on myself to set too many expectations. Like, oh, I should be making X amount or doing, you know, be in this space or this retailer by this date. I had, I had to really, you know, um, take a step back sometimes and go, look, you know, I'm only one and I was only one person. I've only got X amount of numbers in the day. I still work full time. I still teach dancing because there were still things that I really enjoyed doing. Like I actually really enjoyed my job, um, the creativity of what I was doing. And I also really still enjoyed being connected to my passion of dancing. So I kind of needed it to work in a way that works for me. I mean, it's my business. If I'm not enjoying it, what's the point?
0: Exactly.
1: So, so I, I let it grow slowly over time. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's, that's amazing. And look where you are now. I mean, to start in 2015 and if I look at some of the press and some of the stockists that you are in, it's quite phenomenal for a young brand. Yeah. I mean, you've been in, uh, you're on Goop for one, which is just like, holy Go- cow! <laughs> <laughs> how does yeah. that even happen for an Aussie brand? Like so I'm really keen to hear that, that was story.
1: A, that was a slow burn. So I reached out to Goop way back when I started. So I reached out to a whole, a whole bunch of different retailers. Yeah. Um, but as a young brand, you know, quite often retailers want to see some substance, like you're around, you've been around for a little while. Who's your customer base? Like how are you interacting with them? And so I, yeah, so I first approached Goop back in, it must've been 2016. And they yeah. said, thanks so much. We'll keep you on file. Thanks, but no, thanks. We'll keep you on file. And in my mind that was like, okay, it's not happening see you later. Fine. Yeah. And then literally probably two years later, I, I think, they re- re-emailed me, literally the same feed of email, <laughs> which was oh like, they it on file. <laughs> and they emailed me, said, hey, look, we're revisiting our okay category. We would love to pick up the conversation. Um, you know, can you send us more information? I have to say, and credit to Goop, it was the most rigorous process
0: Really? Like the amount
1: of data that they needed, the, you know, the research to back up your claims um, yeah. your product, the uh, efficacy, you know, big props to them. Like it took a good six months to go through that process. Wow. Um, so, yeah, and then, yeah, so now I'm on, it was really funny, I was actually on Gwyneth Paltrow's um, personal Instagram oh account, my God. I think it was like a week <laughs> or so ago, and I noticed she took a screenshot of her shelf, she took a shelfie, and, yeah. I, and I zoomed in, I was like, I'm pretty sure I see some Kiko all-point sashes in there, and I did, I was like, oh! You know, it's these little, you know, it's nice to see a celebrity, you know, using your products, but on the flip side, I have to say, I get more out of getting, um, when people leave reviews or reach out yeah. and say, Hey, thank you so much. Like, I really enjoyed your product to me. That makes all like, that's where, um, that's where it, it, it kind of fulfills I- me.
0: I think you've created a product and people are loving it and they're endorsing it when they leave a review and saying, hey, I've seen this change. It's brilliant. And, you know, I, I think that is the best thing. I've spoken to a lot of people about Kiko since I started using it. My husband is now using the charcoal toothpaste. And <laughs> that's about where I've got him at the moment. I'm pushing for the oil pulling because I think that will benefit us both if <laughs> you that. yeah the oil clean is one of those things where it can be quite challenging um yeah. especially at the
1: beginning but if you can stick with it honestly the the results can be quite amazing amazing
0: so. but i mean if we look at some of your other sort of press coverage which i i count as pretty amazing achievements like you've been in vogue you've been in Elle, mm-hmm. and push recently mm-hmm, is that
1: right mm, Yeah. So, yep,
0: yep, so that was for the copper
1: tongue cleaner so they had that right. as part of um products that they were uh Loving. endorsing,
0: raving. Yeah. 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 Okay. Wow. Amazing. And so over this period from 2015 to now, you've obviously mm-hmm. grown and I know that you've bought on Jacked In as a business partner. Yeah. At what point did you identify that that would be a good move for you and why did you make that move? Yeah, sure. So I guess... <sighs>
1: you know, going into business, like you don't know what you don't know. So it's as you start to move through the process, you know, having your own brand can actually be a very lonely um, journey when you do it on your own. Um, And so I had been approached by various people who were interested to come in and invest or be a partner. um, And it had never quite felt right. You know, your brand is your baby. um, And I, really wanted to still control what the products were, what the messaging was, like where we were going. It's really important as a, as a founder, my brand represents my values. Uh-huh. So it was really important that I didn't compromise those or I wasn't, you know, I won't say forced, but in a situation where I was potentially going to have to compromise those values. So I, Jack, um, has worked in the, um, beauty industry for a while now, helping brands to, um, scale and grow Mm -hmm. some, uh, some very well-recognized brands. And he's actually a personal friend of mine. I, I'm good friends with his wife. And one day earlier, he must've been earlier this year, we would go camping together and we would sit and talk business. So we had talked about Kiko Mm -hmm. quite a lot and he talked to me about, you know, various things that he was doing. Um, and we just had a really good rapport. And so he yeah. approached me and said, look, I've watched you for the last couple of years with your business. I think you've created a really good brand. Um, the products are great. I really love what you're doing and I really think I could be of value. I'd love to get involved. And I was shocked. I was like, what? what? Okay. And it was funny because because I for me it was I'm a Libra. Like I like to I really take my time balancing up decisions. I can, you know. Um, it can take me a t- you know some time to to really work out the right way to go for me, but um it was funny because when he said that in an instant, I knew that it was right.
0: Wow, it was That's almost amazing. as
1: like there wasn 't even a decision. I just thought, okay, the universe is actually like a lot of things were coming um, you know to a point where the universe was basically off, like handing me because yeah. I was getting to the point where Sometimes you you grow and then you're like, I think I've only can take it as far as I can with my skill set, you know, which is still great. But mm-hmm. if I want to exponentiate the growth, I'm going to need some other expertise. You can't expect to be, you know, the best at everything. Totally. so And with Jack's finance background and beauty background and connections through contract manufacturers and logistics companies and everything, I thought this could be a really good um, a really good direction and one of the most important things for me though was that he understood my brand my vision and he said to me this is your business this is your brand if it, if you're not happy there's no point we're not going to make decisions that aren't aligned with what you want and that was really important to me that it wasn't just someone coming in and going do this do that you know it's really really collaborative yeah. And I'm so thankful and so happy um, with the partnership so far. It's, it's, been, it's been really good. I think we complement each other. He's very much the, the um, you know, the strategy and finance side, which is great because that sort of stuff, you know, can start to make my eyes go to different <laughs> yeah. directions. Um, but I realized that if I really wanted to, um, to grow people, grow Keiko, and really be able to get it out there to more people, then I really needed someone who had this, this expertise. So yeah, so he's on board and it it helped as well that his lovely wife, who's also a good friend of mine, um, is a, she formulates products. So she's actually come on board to help, uh, help formulate some really cool, exciting new, um, formulations coming next year.
0: Oh, amazing. And so with Kiko, you're always, you you can never say always, but is it oral care all the way? Are you considering? Oral care all the way. Yeah. I think,
1: yeah, I I think sometimes like if, if, um, if a brand starts to, you know, kind of diverge into other categories, it can sometimes dilute your brand and your message. So Mm -hmm. I always knew from the very start, um, Oral care was where Kiko was going to sit. and we were going to focus our attention on just creating the best products that we could um, within that category.
0: That's brilliant. And I agree with everything that you've done. I think that when we have other people that can assist us with their expertise, we should always draw from that and to create such a beautiful partnership that's going so well. I mean, congratulations on that. Um, Thank you. Just, just a few more quick questions. I know you're very busy, but in terms of other young people that are considering starting their own business, obviously apart from having that passion for mm-hmm. what you want to put out there, what advice would you give?
1: Yeah, you know, I I've thought about this and I've actually had other people reach out to me with this sort of question and mm. it always comes back to grit for me. It's the sheer grit. So getting really clear on why you're doing something is important and making money is not enough. Yeah, That's my personal view, because as a business, it can take you quite some time to build up that revenue. And quite often as the founder, you are the last person to get paid, sometimes not even get paid. Yeah. So when, <laughs> you're, when you're in the day-to-day slog of it and you're, say, two, three years down the track and you're like, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? And if your reason was money and you are still, you know, obviously paying other people Probably more than you're paying yourself, it won't make sense to you. So you probably won't last the distance. Um, You have to be prepared to really dig in, to get really clear on why it is that you're doing it, and be prepared that there are going to be some days where it is a slog, and you're going to need that grit to really keep a hold of that vision and just to keep just keep going because there are going to be hurdles. You know, I've had you know ten thousand units of packaging turn up completely faulty and had to go in the bin. And I was mm. like, there's nothing I can do about this, can't get my money back. Just gonna have wow. to keep going. Heartbreaking. I had yeah. I had my oil pulling um, back a few years ago when we had those massive floods up in Queensland. I almost lost my whole production of oil in the floods. Oh my goodness. And I I would have been I would have been toast. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, but you just have to,
1: yeah, you just have to be really clear on why is it you're doing for me personally? It was that I wanted to create create the freedom, um, in my day-to-day life. So I wanted to have the freedom to be able to set, you know, if I want to go to yoga at 10 AM in the morning, I can, if I, you know, want to stop work at four, that doesn't often happen. But you know, the crazy thing is, is that I wanted to have more time for myself yet. I have less time than ever, but I'm okay with that. Cause I, there's the bigger picture and I know I'm working towards that. And there's more people come on board in the business as it grows. I can start to slowly, like, off, uh, you know, hand up, hand over some of the things that I do on a day to day and have a little bit more freedom. But that, for me, was really um, what what drove me um, with my business was to develop that level of of um, freedom in lifestyle and security. I guess.
0: Yeah, great. And then in terms of mentors, what value do you place on mentors? And is there has there been that one sort of significant person? that you've looked to, that's inspired you, that's mentored you in any way through this journey or real, or, or has that not existed for you? Has it no, been I just drawing I, on your own? You know, I think that
1: I take a lot of inspiration looking at other brands, other founders, um, seeing what they have achieved. I think that it's really important to actually look out there. Um, I do some manifestation work with a lady called, um, she has a program, her name's uh, Lacey Phillips, mm-hmm. and um, she says to look, to, you know, to look out there and look for um, expanders. They're called expanders. So to look at someone who embodies something that you want to achieve because to this, then in your brain it goes, okay, it's actually possible. Like they've actually done it. I can do it mm-hmm. too. So yeah. I haven't necessarily had anyone specifically as a mentor, but I've certainly looked out there um, to other female f- founders, entrepreneurs, um, just to see what they have achieved and and just read about how they've done it or, you know, what, what paths they went on that led them to where they are. I think it's really important though, like sometimes we can, you know, sometimes fall into that rut of um, comparison where we go, oh, I might, you know, I suck, I haven't done this, I haven't done that, look at what they've achieved you know, so it's it's that fine line between being inspired um, by you know these other brands or founders, but also not thinking, oh, I'll never be able to do that.
0: Yeah, right. And just another question: Are you still teaching your dancing on the I'm weekend? Not,
1: <laughs> I'm not. I stopped. I stopped probably about two years ago. You know, sometimes yeah. you just have to take a step back to move to take you know three steps yeah. forward. And as much as it was, you know, my passion, I had to stop focusing um, a little bit more on my, my health and my poor dear husband who was getting none of my time. <laughs> and, you know, my goal was to have more time for myself, you know, for, for myself and I was not going in that direction. So that's why I had to, I had to make some sacrifices. You know, there are, there are many sacrifices to be made in the journey of your own, of your own business, your own brand. but you know if you if you keep that vision of the bigger picture it'll make sense along the way
0: totally and this podcast is called happy vibe so i think it's only fitting that i ask what makes you happy have you found your happy place and or are you still working towards that sort of you know i
1: i think ideal. That a happy place i think is not a destination it's a journey i think it's the day to day and that's what i that's what i try to do is that i try and find something in the day to day and it might be quite insignificant. Like I just love curling up on the, on the couch with a book and a cup of tea. Like that is my happy place. (laughs) (laughs) You know, just that small amount of, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, obviously I can do that. I don't have kids, but um, you know, having time for myself to be able to just like reflect back in, like I said, with a book or a cup of tea, that really is my happy place. I don't need to be on the, on the beach of St. Bard or somewhere like that. You know,
0: (laughs) I just, yeah, something simple for me. It's the simple things I think through COVID we've perhaps all identified that, you know, there's there's ways that we have found happiness and gotten ourselves through some pretty tricky times recently and, you know, they're not often materialistic or whatever. It's more, for me, it's certainly been based more on family and time with loved ones, really. But, look, we are at Happy Collective, we're so excited to be featuring more of Kiko. We're certainly looking forward to, you know, featuring you over this Christmas period as well and, look, it's, been such a pleasure to talk to you. I could talk to you all day. I find you so interesting <laughs> and your story is so interesting and your brand, as you know, I love it. It just totally resonates with me. And oh I just God, think the, the more people that use it, the better breath we're all going to have. And the, <laughs> and the, health, the healthier mouth, health,
1: healthier mouths,
0: healthier bodies. Exactly. Exactly. So, Sabrina, uh-huh. thank you for your time. It's been beautiful chatting with you and thank I'm sure you. we'll chat with you again in the future.
1: Thank you so much, such a pleasure to talk with you today.